You're listening to the Counting Lights Podcast with Chris Dimity and Dan Danzy. Counting Lights Podcast, where comedy and wrestling lock up. And here we are again with the Counting Lights Podcast. All right. What's going on, Dan? Well, we're still here at the SWE uh, Fury Christmas Chaos. It's part of our special episodes. We've got yet another interview. You go ahead and Man, introduce. I'm telling you, this man, I, I fought up and down the road with this man all oh, yeah, over the yeah, state yeah. of Texas in the 80s, in the 90s, in the yeah, 2000s, man. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the legend, Action Jackson. Hey, how y'all doing there, baby? What's how y'all going? doing out there? How you doing, brother? Good, good, good. Good to see you again. Yeah, you still looking good? Oh, man, I try to keep it together. I'm a little broke down, though, man. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. What's been going on with you, brother? No, I've just been standing myself, brother, you know, reading my Bible book, working out and praying and you know, just staying myself, keeping people happy, you know, staying out of trouble. What's been stuff. going on here with the SWE crew, man? The crew here, brother, I love it. You yeah. know, and uh, I like this organization. Uh, I like Teddy Long and uh, and uh, um, Kevin, um, Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan. And, That's right. And, James you know, Beard. James Beard and Tom stuff, Lance. You know. We work for Tom Lance. Yeah. hundred times back yeah, in the that, 90s. That's what man. I'm saying, you know, and, and I love it here, man. You know, it's... People can sit back and talk, you know, talk to each other, you know, just chill and stuff, you know. And, and they want to hear your ideas. Yeah, right? you know, they want to hear your ideas. And, and you know, like I said, I've been doing this almost some 40-something years. And, and uh, you know, and uh, everywhere I go, people recognize me and stuff. And they say, oh, you ain't changed yet. I just said I just take care of my body, man. I don't be doing all them drugs and smoking, you know, going out partying all the time sure. and just stay to myself, you know. Man, we calm down when we get older, don't we? Yeah, you, we do. We <laughs> Speak do. Speak for do. yourselves. Yeah, we Shut do. up, Dan. <laughs> Dan sober's a bum. Yeah, uh, well, good, man. Let's see. Let, let's talk about some of the times that you and I have uh, faced each other across the road. Oh, yeah. We, we've been in some battles. We've been in some barbed wire fence matches, you know, what? like – Chain matches and so I think the first guy that put us together was uh, gentleman Chris. Adler. Yeah, Chris, Chris, yeah, bless his soul. Yeah, put yeah. us put us face to face. Yeah, man, I tell you what, the the one thing I remember crawling in the ring with Action Jackson, man, you better lace your boots up tight. Oh man. yeah, you be we, gonna be we, a we fight finna, with you. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a fight because we finna go to the house. We gonna make them believe it, we, aren't we? We gonna we gonna go to the house. We gonna make these people go home and talk, have something to talk about and stuff. You know, <laughs> that's right, man. Uh, USWA. You were in world class championship yeah. wrestling, yeah. Uh, man. You've uh, Mid South. Uh, uh, we even we, on, we yeah. even went on some WWF yeah. WWF yeah. tours yeah. together. Yeah, and, yeah. Know, PCW and oh man, you know, Puerto Arlington. Rico. Yeah, yeah. And stuff, oh man, know. the stories from Puerto Rico. Bro. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I loved it over there, man. I want to go back again, and uh, but you know, I know all this COVID stuff is going on, and uh, and like. Uh, I remember I went over there and I, the people they hated me. You know I was the top here there. Yeah, because you you were wrestling TNT. TNT yeah, right. and then uh, you know we was fighting all up in the stand. And the lady had a big old long blade finna get ready to cut me. I had to. Well, they were throwing batteries yeah, at yeah, you. Yeah, batteries and stuff. Peso. And, yeah, and stuff. You know, and then and then like you know like when I go on the street, boy, they just you know they say Action Jackson, Action Jackson, you know and. <laughs> Yeah, like they it's didn't, the, like they weren't throwing batteries at you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Batteries. That's what I'm saying. You know, it, it's just I, I loved it over there. You yeah. know, and stuff. I, I want to go back again. Yeah, let's know? see. Uh, who'd you go on tour with over there? It was uh, me, uh, Rod Price, yeah. uh, 
Akbar was Akbar, with, Akbar was Akbar with and yeah. the uh, Kong, awesome Kong was there. That's right. The uh, Samoans was there. Yeah, the the, the Samoan SWAT team. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Uh, 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 what was the the big one name? Uh, uh, the big one he had wrestled the Undertaker. Uh, um, Yokozuna, Yoko, 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 yeah, before Yoko before he was Yoko, yeah, Zuna. before he was Yoko, he was over there and stuff. You know, we was yeah. all over there. You that know? was a big man. Yeah, that was the big man. Well, he can move for a big man. Yeah, he can move for a big man and stuff. And they always they always want to wrestle me and stuff. But you know, I you guess, had that, you had that. But you had man, you had that good angle going yeah. with TNT, and he was, oh, yeah. boy, he was a fan favorite over there. Yeah, he was a fan favorite. And uh, what was know, the company you worked you worked with over there? Uh, is that Cologne's? Yes, Carlos, Carlos Cologne. Cologne. Oh, yeah. yeah, and they were talking about uh, they were talking about they wanted to put me in TNT against the Samoans. They didn't want to do that, and <laughs> I thought it went good. You know, me and TNT against the Samoans. That would have been scary. Yeah, man. that would have been scary. But you know, they didn't like that. They want to turn you face. Yeah, they wanted to turn me face, but they didn't want to do that and, and stuff. And like like the first time when I went over there, and you know. Uh, Bless Bro- Bruiser Brody. So I went over there before Bro- Bruiser Brody got right, killed. Eighty-eight. Yeah, and uh, oh wow. And they had me wrestling the guy. They had me wrestling the guy that that killed Brody and uh and stuff. And I was telling my manager, I said, man, what they saying, man? Uh, you know, I was kind of scared to go. He said, man, they want you to kill him. You know, they was cheering for me and they was booing oh, oh, him. The, oh, the fans, the actual fans. Fan, the actual fan. They was they was cheering for me. They was booing him and. And stuff, and I was just going, golly, man. And, man, and their know. biggest arena was that baseball stadium. Yeah, that baseball but, stadium. But the guy there, the, the guy they're booing, he he's the one who killed Bruiser Brody. Yeah, he's the one who wanted to kill Bruiser Brody. Uh, I, I don't expect to get cheered after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, I, and he was a face. At the he, time. Was a yeah, face. He, yeah, he was yeah, a face. Yeah, he was a baby face. He was a baby face. He was. Wow. He was a baby face, and, and you know, bless Bruiser Brody. So I always talked to him, and he said, you know what, man? He said uh, he was going to take me on the. Tour with him in Japan for three months. He wanted me to go with him right. and tag up with him. And that's when that happened and stuff, man. It broke my heart. You that's know? a tragedy, man. Yeah, oh, man. it broke my heart. You know, I've been in Japan too and stuff, you know. And yeah, just, I remember when you guys came back from Puerto Rico, man. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, back in, uh, I guess it was probably 1990, you got yeah. back in that from that tour, right? Yeah, from the tour, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then and, uh, you started building you building that that legend yeah, of yeah, Ashton Bre- Jackson. I, you know, and I, I like the the time with me and uh, Iceman. You know, we used to be tag team partner. He turned on me, and we had sport tour. We always sold it out every time me and him fought each other and and stuff. Yeah, you guys and, were tagging together, yeah, and then he tagging, turned on. Yeah, he turned on. And him. man, we took that one all over the state of yeah, Texas, into did. Louisiana, Louisiana. Up in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know and. You know, like I say, wrestling, wrestling is not like it used to be. It's just people it's out not, there. It's not. People think it's funny. They go out there and uh, wrestling the broom in front of the people. Come on, man. Mm. Be for real, bro. It's just, you know, like I say, y'all do that somewhere else. Don't be trying to do it here. You know right. what I'm saying? And stuff. And Well, and that's what's great about this organization because this organization has that feeling of the old school stuff yeah. that you and I did. Yeah. And then, but you can see how they're uh, molding this new modern yeah. product of kind of you know the way AEW is, you know, yeah. Cody Rhodes yeah. and all those guys out but, there have done that put but, it together. But but you see, but only thing I hate about it, we can't use fists. You know, I 
love I know that's your, that's your, I said how how's Action Jackson supposed to win a I match if he can't uh, punch nobody so wait, in the head? Yeah. So yeah, you're not allowed to punch people in the head. Are you allowed to kick people in the yeah, head? Yeah, you can kick them, but you can't punch them. Just kick them. Uh, no, I like use my fist. That's you're why gonna I like to punch, that. You're gonna have to start punching people in the throat, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm probably doing. <laughs> Who are you facing tonight? Uh, I'm facing Andrews tonight. You know, oh, we, we okay. had him on earlier, and uh-huh. he, he told us, and I don't even think we should be telling him. Oh, you tell him, man. You tell him. I am a little shit stirrer. If I yeah. do say so myself, he said that he was going to end your career tonight. <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, like I said, I've been doing this 40 something years, and a lot of people try to end my career. Yeah. I was they one of do them. It. Yeah. They yeah, now you're next to me. So. <laughs> and, you know, they couldn't do it, but, you know, like. Like back in the like back in the days at PCW, you know, I was I was gone for like three months, and yeah. and and they thought they in my career. I just, you know, I had to take time to myself, you know, and you know, I had lost my daughter, you know, I lost my mama June the third, two thousand seven. I lost my daughter June the fourth, two thousand eight. I had, and, you know, I just buried my sister too, and lost my uncle. I just had to get myself together, you know. Yeah. And, and stuff, and I was gonna call it quits, and then you know, me and my daddy, we sit down and talk. My dad said, "You better not do that, son." He said, "Nobody wants you to do this." He said, "These people love you and stuff, and and stuff." And then I just remember that one time I called him quits, and, and I had people out there crying, and I had tears in my eyes, and I said, "Man, I can't do this. I can't do this too." Can't people. do that retirement. Man, yeah. I can't do that retirement and stuff. I've done it twice. Feels pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Gets better each time. Done it Gets better each time. I might come out of retirement just so <laughs> I can retire again. Yeah, so you can retire again. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I said, I like this organization, and I think it's going it's going to go some places, you know, and. And then, like, these little organizations around here, man, oh, God, man, they be tripping me out and, and stuff. And, uh, and Some of them and, don't even know, really, what yeah, the wrestling what I'm saying. business is all about. You know, it's like, it's like, like, Sir Mo, you know, ain't got nothing against me. I don't know what he got against me. You know, I'm right here in town. Why you can't come and book me on your show? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But... You won't come over here and say hi and be no man. I don't do that. I don't play no. I don't play. If you can't book me on your show, you can't say hi to me. No, bro, don't come saying hi to me now. Get out of my face. You know what I'm saying? That's how I am. And and I, and and I feel I, I feel like that. You know, the dude, the heavyweight champion. I know him. He's from my hometown, Texas County, Arkansas. How you gonna get a fan for all these years? Is gonna be your heavyweight champion? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How you gonna do that? You know, you can't do nothing like that. You, like I said, like me and him, we, we, like me, like we, we earn our, you know, spots. We had to go out here and work out till though. We had to go out here and run, hit the ring, and get up at six o'clock in the morning, work out until like ten, and get like three or four hours rest, then go back at it again. You know, AJ, t- tell them how hard it was to get in the business when you and I got in the business. Oh, it was real hard. Yeah, it, it was real hard. Like, 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 like Buzz saw you. Dusty Rose and Butch Reed and all them all, boy, they worked my tail off, bro. Mm. Uh, I mean, they they busted my tail, but it was hard. Matt Bourne. Matt Bourne and, and stuff. It was hard, though, man. But, you know, it's like it's like people just can go out there now and do it. They ain't got to pay no dime. You know, we had to pay money, but they didn't have to pay nothing. You know yeah. what I'm well, saying? Well, not, o- not, only, not only the cash, man, and the time invested and the uh, – the uh, the dues we had to pay, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you started at the bottom, man. I uh, mean, yeah. people. Pe- I know people have probably heard this before, but when 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 Steve Austin got in the business, uh-huh. hell, they made him uh, they made him dress in the broom closet. They wouldn't even let him yeah. in the locker room. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It just like it, it. It just like 
it's just like when I like like my boy Undertaker, you know, he told me my reason that I couldn't go to WWE, people fear me, you know, because I don't take no bull crap out for nobody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like I tell anybody, oh, oh uh, like people go, oh, John Cena, what? I said, no, John Cena can't with me, brother. Mm. I don't fear no man but God. You know what I'm saying? It's just like he human being just like I am. He can, I can do the same thing he do and still get over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, it's a, it's a profit. Like when you go out there, when you go out there, when you go out there eating, I, this this y'all gonna trip about this. So I was out here. I was out <laughs> I here. I knew if we got him yeah, going, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was out. I was out eating one time, and I was just sitting on there chilling, and people just sitting on there looking at me. And this dude, this uh, this excuse me, this lady said, I mean, this little boy said, "Mama," he said, "Yeah, that's Action Jacks. That's my favorite wrestler. I want to go in there and say hi to him." No, let me. I said, "You can come over and say hi to me." So I'm sitting over there signing all guys. Here comes some more people. I had a line from where my table was, all outside door. The manager said, uh, y'all gonna have to get it. I said, no, man, don't do it. I said, brother, I really sign an autograph and eat, bro. Yeah. That's the way I feel about it. Cause if it wasn't for the people, you wouldn't be here right now. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. You know, Absolutely. don't be no don't be no no butthead about it. Just go out there and sign an autograph. And it's just like, man, I like the way you talk. One time John Cena was in Dallas, he was at the restaurant and we want to sign an autograph. He said, Oh, let me eat. Let me eat. I'm eating right now. I ain't got time signing all the way. Come on, man. Be for real, bro. Mm. You know, that's why people boo him right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How you going to get booed in your hometown, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's part of his responsibility is like the number one guy. Yeah. He's the number one. Autograph. Yeah, that's what I do. I, I you know? sign autograph. I don't, I, don't care if, I don't care if I'm sitting out, sitting out at the park having a picnic with my girlfriend or something, but you know I ain't got no girlfriend. My girlfriend, no. I'm still signing. <laughs> scenarios. Come on, brother, you yeah. got a bunch of them. Nah, nah. I'm still signing autographs no matter what. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't care where I'm out in public having a romantic dinner. I'm still signing autographs no matter what. I respect that, man, because that's giving love back to the yeah, fans. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, people don't, you know, athletes don't understand the more like, oh, good with me or. You know, I'm doing this, I'm doing Come on, bro, be for real, man. If it weren't for the people, you ain't, you wouldn't be the best running back in the world. You wouldn't be the best athlete in the world. You Why know? can't you be like him? you got to make fun of me every time I wear a wrestling shirt. Uh, 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 you know? no, you never signed my I, I don't think you realize how all those years in PCW, there in Arlington, we had a really good crew there, man. Yeah, we, we did. Good, I mean, I don't think people, a lot of people realize who came through there. Yeah. I mean, me, you... Uh, Jared Steele, yeah. uh, uh, Lance Hoyt. Lance Hoyt. I mean, you know, I mean, and this guy was so freaking over, man. Yeah. I mean, you were over, brother. Yeah, they, I mean, people. They had people from out of out of the state want to come wrestle me. That's how over I was. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like I, t- I protect my business. You know what I'm saying? Like if I go to other, oh, we nope, we're not gonna do that to me, bro. You got me messed up, bro. I'm not doing that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They brought the Bless Kamala, so they brought Kamala in against me, the one-man gang, you know. I loved it, you know. Yeah. It made me feel good, you know. Man, traveling around Louisiana yeah, and all those yeah. shows in Louisiana, yeah. man, with the gang. Yeah. And, 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 it, and then, and I forgot to tell you, this one, I had talked to I had talked to Abdullah the Butcher one time. He said, you know, he said, I always want to wrestle you, but they wouldn't let me wrestle you. <laughs> I said, yeah, I said, why? He said, they just won't let me wrestle you. They want me to wrestle the other guys and all that stuff. NWA Southwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, man. Hey, man, tell us us a little bit about your involvement in the music industry because I know you were involved a lot. Did some uh, rap videos. Yeah, I did some rap rap videos with playing skills and 
you know, and uh, they real popular here in Dallas all over and stuff. They did my video and stuff, and we had all the nice cars out there. It was tight, man. I liked it, and and people still talk to them. You know, I posted a people. Oh, man, I remember that. I remember that. I love that video. I like that video. And what stuff. song was it? Uh, 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 hey day. yeah, you know, and I mean when it, when my song hit, them people they go crazy, man. I they knew that music when it hit, man. Yeah, they, I, I loved it, man. I just like I say, I just, I, I just love this business. I, I love, I love fear, fury and stuff, man. Like to have fun. Like I say, I just stay back and I mind my own business, you know. Yeah. And that's what you got to do, you know, and stuff. And, and people, you know, they don't realize things like that in life, you know. So you're you're originally from uh, Texarkana? Is yeah, that Texarkana, Arkansas. Played football out there, right? Yeah, I played football. I was an All American, and and, uh, and I, I I mean I was a good football player. That I was so good, my I couldn't even go nowhere. I had to stay at home. I couldn't go to no house parties. I couldn't go to no clubs or nothing. I always had to stay home, and you know my girlfriend want to come see me. She got to come see my grandma. I couldn't go see my grandmother until football season's over with. And, oh wow. Yeah, that's how that's how good I was, and and I mean like when football season, you know, I used to run from Arkansas all the way to Texas. I just go see my grandma, and she had a cake for me. I got a cake for you, baby. I'll be running <laughs> over there go get that cake, you know. But so, you know, so did you did you get right out of high school football? Did you play some college ball, or did yeah, you go- I played I played uh, college ball, and and uh, uh and I and I and I loved the college and I loved the college ball and stuff, and 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 uh, I had to. Uh, I just seen wrestling, and I just want to get into wrestling, and, and I loved it and stuff. I know when you fall in love with it, you fall in love you with it. You fall in love with it. AJ, thanks for spending some thank time you. with us, brother. Yeah, thank man, you. I appreciate it. All right, thank you all. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, guys, we're still here at uh, in Greenville, Texas at uh, SWE. Christmas man, chaos. what a day it's been. Man, and it's all it's all due to our next guest for giving us this invitation. Absolutely, absolutely. Our, we tried to get him on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. One of my issues. good friends in the business, and I'm lucky to be around. And he's he's uh, helping book these uh, SWE shows, and uh, he is the elder statesman, ladies and gentlemen, the third man, James Beard. James oh, Beard. Man. Yeah, thank you guys. It's great to be with you. And what, Glad you, to finally have you on well, the podcast. You, you left out the part of why I wasn't on the last time. Okay, we'll let you tell it. Well, I, I'm my tech dummy. <laughs> well, why do you think I got Dan here for me? Man? Yeah, I know you got backup. I had none. But like, I don't really know anything either. He just assumes. I, I just do assume he I'm does because yeah, he just age. shakes his head like he knows, right? If it's not a Nintendo, I don't know what the hell. It yeah, is. I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh, it's great to be with you anyway. And appreciate you guys being here today. Man, thank uh, you so much. Fun. You've helped so much to get uh, some of the interviews we were hoping for, but obviously we we hadn't depended on anything. Yeah. That Teddy Long and then. And, and uh, Kevin Sullivan right. on today. Yeah, we you just, guys, you guys pretty much just pointed to a table for us, and then just brought everybody to us. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. you and Tom Lance have been so welcoming. It's so, it's been so well, awesome. we, we appreciate you guys being here and supporting what we're trying to do too. That that makes a big big difference for us. So tell Absolutely. us tell us a little bit uh, about what makes. Uh, SWE uh, uh, Fury a little different than uh, maybe normal organizations? Well, you know, we're, we're trying to present a little bit different product, and, and it really goes back to what you and I grew up in. Right. Uh, what you were trained in. And, Sportatorium, and, Yes, exactly. School. Yeah, old school. Uh, and I hate to use that term, old school, because we're, we're not really... Uh, we're not really old. Right. I mean, well, I am, but uh, <laughs> what we're trying to do really, really isn't that old. We're, we're trying to present an exciting product that is, is uh, I, I guess, a little different in that, that we stress competition. Right. 
and with stress rules. Okay. Uh, we're, we're trying to make it a little bit more, um, I guess, not insulting to your intellligence. Is, gotcha. is, is that a, a, a right phrase, I guess? No, that's, that's the yeah, kind that's, of wrestling that I love. That's, you know, uh, to, to, to combine what you and I got in the business from, which is basically um, when kayfabe was exactly. so strong. I yeah. mean, you, you know, it was almost impossible to get in the business. I mean, unless you had an in with somebody in the business right. or somebody saw something that you could do that they didn't have presently, it was tough to get in the business. It really was, yeah. And uh, but but with you with the product that SWE is is uh, producing and combining the modern style of athleticism right because uh you know combining that modern athleticism with the honor of what the business used to be in addition to really becoming your own entity and making your own mark in wrestling well it is it's just being a little bit different and and uh you know i had people telling me all the time that well you got to follow everybody else you know to me i've seen people follow what uh what you see on WWE. Yeah, how'd that work out? And for them? and uh, they just can't they can't compete right. with that. You know, you can't compete with that kind of production. You can't compete with the kind of head start he already has there. Right. And I'm not knocking them at all. I'm proud. You know, we you you and I both we have a lot of friends that sure. work there and still work there and, and, and have worked there ourselves. Absolutely, so. I have myself. And and uh, uh, you know, I, I'm not knocking anything that they do, right. but. It's not my cup of tea. Right. Uh, that's why I really never felt comfortable working there with right. them, and right. except for when I was in Japan. When I was working in Japan and worked with those guys, right. uh, they had to uh, present themselves a little bit differently over there. Getting eat, you know, they get eat up. A little bit more honor. A little yeah, bit yeah, fight. yeah, and and, uh, and, and, and a true uh, fighting style, if you will. Exactly. Yeah, and and a lot of the you know, and there in those days back in the in the eighties and the in the early nineties, uh, the guys in WWE, most of them were headliners in different territories sure. at one time or the other. So you know, they were all great wrestlers. Right, Vincent Cherry picked all. The oh, he picked guys. all the yeah, all the great talent, and and those guys. When they came to Japan, I was actually actually hired by the Japanese company, not by by WWF at the right, time. Right. But uh, but they would bring guys over every tour, and and I'd work with them. They had different different crews that would come over, and and it was kind of funny to me because <laughs> they they would come over there, and I'd see them on TV, and they're working that light WWE comic style a little bit, right. you know, com, you know, right. and, and then they come over there, and and, and then they, all those guys could turn it on. You know, they all knew because they came from the they, territories. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Well, they didn't have a choice when you're working in Japan. Oh, you, yeah. You're working with those Japanese yeah, wrestlers. You get your britches you, took. You know, they call it the strong style in Japan. Yeah. And, of course, uh, when we worked it here in Texas, we called it the roughhouse style. Yep. yep. Basically taking it up a notch yep. and making sure that the person that you were working knew that you, if you needed to, you knew they were in the ring with that's you. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's really kind of what we're doing here. Right. This is kind of a version of the, a little bit of the strong style, a little bit of the Texas style, kind of combined. I, I have a lot of Japanese influence. You know, I sure. worked over there for yeah, a lot right. of years, and and uh, and so I, I have a lot of that in me. That's how I, I loved working there. Right. And I love that style of working, and 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 of course I'd, I'd get to work there, and then I'd come back and work the Sportatorium, right. and it was like being. You know, it's home. You know, <laughs> You're right. and and uh, uh, and that's what I'm trying to trying to get here. I'm trying to get that kind of that kind of feel. You know, listen, back in the uh, in the uh, 80s and 90s, if you could work in Japan, 
you could work anywhere. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, when when I went over there, it was it was really tough to get there. Right. Uh, eventually, I got to a point to where I was responsible for booking certain guys over there. I had a lot of friends, you know, with people calling me all the time, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go, you know, and, and, and some of them I took and some of them I didn't, not because I didn't like them, right. but because I didn't want to put them in a situation they couldn't handle. Where they couldn't handle Because some guys just, just couldn't work that style, right. you know, but uh, uh, now it's a little different situation, sure. you know, but, but uh, you know, that that's my influence, that, and, and of course, you know, you were there at the same time at Sportatorium. And, uh, um, you know, that, that's what I like to see. That's what I like to feel. I want, I want to present a product that fans care about. Right. I, wanna, I want guys to present matches that fans can feel something when, and then understand when it's over with. They know why this happened, right. not just doing a bunch of spots. Yeah, telling the, telling, telling the story. I mean, that's, that's what that, we learned. Yeah, telling that's the story, a, yeah. learning how to uh, uh, properly manipulate a crowd and, yeah. and, and, yeah. and, and have them do what – you want them to do lead them where them you the want them to go exactly. yeah there you go and 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 you know i i, I miss that yeah. and that's why i don't watch wrestling on tv i don't, I don't either and dan uh, and i've talked about this yeah. quite a bit it's you know it's kind of the basis of the podcast because dan is a fan of the modern product but a particular AEW. just AEW. But, but, you know, he grew up as a fan of the Attitude Era mm-hmm. and a little bit uh, prior to that. Mm-hmm. Well, so. the Attitude Era stole a little bit of what we were doing, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, some of those guys like Steve yeah. came right out of the sportatorium. Of course. Yeah. You know. Of course. Uh, we, we were there when he started. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's, that's what I'm trying to get to here with this SWE. I'm trying to get that kind of, that kind of feel, that kind of product out there that people can believe in and trust and know that when they go to see us, that, that, that they're not going to be insulted. Right. You know? it's, so it's, it's kind of like traditional pro wrestling that we, traditional pro wrestling that we're all used to, but with a new flavor. Basically. Yeah. Kind of that yeah. way. Yeah. I'm, I'm not opposed to things that are new. I like yeah. new things. I like athleticism. I like to see some of these guys that can fly around a little bit, but I want it to make sense. Sure. Mm. You know, I, I see a lot. I think the, the style, you were talking about the strong style in Japan and they call it strong style now, but it's not really the same right. thing. No, it's they, not the same. It was. They, uh, they, the, the style now is basically how many finishes can you kick out of? Right. Yeah. You know, and, and you guess which one they don't kick out of, the you know, that's, that's about, that's about all that amounts. That's the philosophy, you know, sure. or the psychology. And, uh, you know, I guess uh, I, I would like to be a fan. I, I'm one of those guys that I would love to sit down and watch a TV wrestling product that I could really get into and, right. and, and follow and care about. And that's what I want to try to present. And I think there's a fan base out there that wants that. There, there definitely is. You know, Dan has turned me on to a few matches that you can see in the modern product. And when he sees a match that he feels like that I would enjoy – and I sit down and watch it. Of course, as somebody who's been in the business for 31 years, you can't really watch a match and turn that no. re- that wrestler right. uh, and cynic off in yep. your mind. So I but I've shown that, you some pretty good yeah, stuff. It's been it, there. There has been some products that and he doesn't like orange cast. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't get him on the orange cast. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I mean, there are things, and I'm, I'm glad to see the organization here at uh, SWE. Well, it, it, it's, it's, been a, it's been a real uh, enlightening experience for me because most of these guys that we're, we're uh, using in our, our programs, are, are um, they're, they're taking to what we're trying to teach. 
Uh, I, I see that. And, it, and it's, uh, and I think a lot of the wrestlers want to do it that way. Right. I really do. I, I feel that, you know, when I, when I talk to them, when we, we do training, you saw what we were doing with training uh, out right. here. Had like 40 guys out there, and all of them were buying into that. You know, they, they want to do it that way because I think they, I think they feel that's, uh, that's the tradition of the business that sure, they want to follow. Right. And, uh, I was about to throw my money down and join in. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, it, it, you know, there's kind of a. I, I feel I, I really felt bad for the group of guys that you grew up with, Chris, right. because you came in learning the traditional way and 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 starting the traditional way. You know, you worked with guys that were better than you, right. that that had a lot more experience than you, and you had to you had to. Find step your, up. Yeah, you get your tail tail kicked a few times, yeah. but you but you had to step up and do that and learn it that way, and then all of a sudden the business was gone, yeah. and, and and all that was left was some remnants, you know, here and there, and and thank God some of the guys like yourself and Kit and all those that that, that kept going and and kind of passed tried along. The, tried to keep the wrestling alive. In the well, set. you did, and 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 somehow it's kind of like Akbar used to tell me that wrestling's like a cockroach. He said it, uh, a nuclear war couldn't destroy it. And it'll be, and, it'll be somewhere. Yeah, and somehow through all of these years and, and all the bad things that happened, and you and I know, both know that there was a stretch of period of time there when a lot of guys came into the business that didn't know anything about Shouldn't it. Shouldn't have been in the business. They were teaching, they were promoting, they were wrestling, and, and, and a lot of things changed. Yeah. You know, and, and somehow guys like yourself, and I, I never got to tell you this, but I so much appreciate the fact that guys like yourself stuck with it and, and was able to pass along at least some of what we know is the way to do it. Right. And and I appreciate uh, that. Well, and and, and I, it's, you know, I, in my book, if you ever read it, by the way, <laughs> I'll uh, read the book. Yeah, if you'd read the book, you'd find out that I wrote a, I wrote a part about that. Yeah. You know that that's kind of a forgotten generation there that that uh, really got screwed. You know, because the business was going really well, and then all of a sudden... We were the last of the territory guys. Yeah, the territories died, and, and you guys didn't have anywhere to go. Nope. So you had to work here, there, whatever, and and, uh, and thank God some of you were, were um, stubborn enough, I guess, to That's stick... exactly right. Yeah, to <laughs> stick around and and, and, um, and and teach some of the guys the right way. And, you know, I, I honestly, I, I feel a little bit bad because I kind of left it for a while myself. I, right. I, I, I got disgusted. You know, I went, I was working in Japan and I'd come back over here and I didn't even want to work anymore. Right. You know, I didn't want to do these shows because there's so many idiots running sure. the promotions and that kind of thing. And, and I got to a point to where I was just really getting disgusted. And, uh, you know, then I there gradually, because you know how it is. You, you can't get out of this business. Oh, no, man. That's, a, that's another one of the back bars things. He told yeah. me He told me one time, you can't retire from wrestling. You either die or quit getting that's booked. That's right. That's it, man. You know, so I, 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 you know, people for some reason kept booking me. And uh, I had a lot of different opportunities to do some different things, you know. And, and um, I've been very, very fortunate that I've been yeah, allowed Global to. Global came back. USWA yeah. was there for a little while. Yeah. Global came back and uh, was there. And then, you know, really, like I worked the last group that Gary Hart ran the Sportatorium. Yeah. yeah. And so that was kind of our last ditch holding on. Right. To, shortly after that, they tore the uh, the Sportatorium down. And yeah, yeah. I, I, um, <laughs> I, I got there the week before they tore it down. Really? And um, 
Uh, yeah, well, I was I was there with my wife and my I just I just, I just want to see it one more time. And the funny thing is, I I, I showed up there and, and you you know Dave Milliken who sure. book belt yeah. maker. He happened to be there too. Really, it's just weird, you know. He was there. We were looking at the building. He said, "You feel like breaking in?" I said. I got a hammer in the truck, brother. We, I mean, we, what are they going to do to you? Like homeless people. Yeah, what are they going to do? Yeah, what? yeah. So we got in there, and I got a cup. You know, you know those little red chairs. That, sure. That used the to sit. Wooden red yeah, chairs. yeah. I got three or four of those things, and and I don't know if you remember it or not, but in the dressing room there was a a a, a, a bottle opener on the wall. Uh huh. I do. And God knows who opened bottles oh, on that probably, thing. Oh. El, Elvis and uh, yeah, Willie and, yeah, and, and the killer everybody, and, yeah, everybody yeah. who was anybody. So I found some way to unscrew that thing, and I've got it at home now. No kidding. So wow. I took, I've, I've given all except for one of the chairs away to guys that I thought, you know, maybe wanted some kind right. of memorial of sure. it. But, so I, I broke into the sportatorium before, before they got it all down. They got those crazy. things. That's great. Well, we, we know a little bit about your career. You give me this, and this is a question I usually ask of a lot of our guests. What got you in the business? How'd you get in the business? I was playing music. See, this is the way it always all starts. It always starts with nothing. Yeah. yeah, it always has to, it has to do with nothing that has to do with Yeah, I was playing yeah, music. Was and, 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 yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I got to know some of the guys. I played around Dallas. Sure. And uh, uh, got to know some of the guys that were in the business and talking to them and you know how it is you know if you're a fan i grew up watching and i kind of had a clue sure you know and and uh and they could tell that i wasn't just some go ahead and say yeah, it. yeah mark smart, yeah <laughs> mark right. yeah and uh um eventually you know one of them in fact bruce Brody said you know i think you probably make a good referee and I went, nah, you know, I'm too old for that. I was, you know, I was already been in the business and in, in, in music for a while. And what were you in your pushing mid- thirty? Oh, okay, yeah. late twenties. Yeah, yeah, and and, uh, and uh, they finally talked me into it, and I did a few little shows here and there, and and and, uh, and the next thing I knew, you know, I was in the sportatorium and going to Japan, and, right. and I thought, well, you know, I jumped jumped from the music business to the wrestling business. That's the Fire to the grease, you know right. that kind of thing. But yeah, out of the, out of the frying pan into the fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but that, <laughs> that's how I got into it. You know, I I still played music for a while at first when I was doing it, but right. but uh, eventually it became one of those deals where I was just um, too busy doing the wrestling things. So was it Fritz's office or was it the guys in uh, in uh, Tennessee? Because I know you worked quite a bit in Tennessee. You've done just about everything in this business. I mean, you promoted. <laughs> you yeah. you've been a, been a matchmaker. You've been a booker. You've been a referee. What do you like more out of all those? What I'm doing right now. What you're doing right now. Uh, I mean, uh, and don't get me wrong. I love being in the ring. I yeah. really did. There's nothing like it, and you know that sure. from, from being yeah. there. If you, and I if miss you, it. Yeah, if you, if you, if you're involved in a match when it and you know that everything went the way it's supposed to go, and and you 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 know that you got across what you wanted to get across, and everybody worked together well. You know, it was a team effort. Sure. It, was, it wasn't just the two wrestlers, it was me and the two wrestlers, or, or whatever, you know. And, and and when that happened, there's not a better feeling, not a better feeling anywhere. And I love that. But I've always, when I got into it, my goal was always to be on the creative side of things. Right. And uh, eventually, I, I started getting that opportunity in Japan a little bit. And I, I got into training over there a little bit. And, and, um, and the next thing I know, I'm getting more and more opportunities to you know you book finishes or whatever and 
a little bit more stroke here and there. And finally, you know, it just gets to the point to where this is, this is what I want to do. You know, I, I love that. I love teaching. I like, I like passing it along. But, uh, but I, the creative side of it is, 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 is my favorite part. Yeah, being, uh, being able to, to come up with an idea, uh, see that idea through uh, all the millions of steps, and then see somebody actually take that idea and turn it into one. Absolutely, you're, yeah. That's that's pretty rewarding. It, it really is. It's like writing a song. Yep. You know that's, when you when you, you write that's a, a great yeah, analogy. You write a song and 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 then you record it and it and it comes to life and and, and it sounds good and sure. you know and you know you've done something well. Yeah. It's it's the same feeling. Yeah. 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 Especially when you like you get it on TV or you record it on a on a tape. Yeah. And. And then it's there forever. Yeah, it's and there. You created it. And yeah, and thank God that's that. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. You know that you can go on YouTube or whatever. And I've got a stack of videos at home like this that I get all the global stuff just about. Sure. Yeah, and and uh, uh, you know, and you go back and look, and I got when I was pretty and young and all that. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I was young. I don't think and, I was ever pretty. And I, and I was no, you weren't very pretty, but but, <laughs> but you were young. I was young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, but it, it, it's uh, it's 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 really nice to be a part of the history of this business. Yes. So, was it Fritz's office that kind of got you? Ahead yeah, of it was. Yeah, uh, that's that's it's where world class championship. Rev, people that are listening that aren't, you know, maybe as up on old school wrestling, world class championship wrestling out of Dallas was owned um, almost outright by Fritz Von Erich. Right. I mean, uh, you know, Bronco Lubitsch was involved right. and then a few other people, but uh, the office, Fritz's office, who just like, uh, if you don't know world-class championship wrestling, go back and look at some YouTube and then check it out yeah. because, um, yeah, so... Uh, you, yeah, you've been in the business for a couple of years, and they and they decided to, to, to make have you escort some of the boys over to Japan. And well, no, actually, what happened was is a uh, um, um, Kendo Nagasaki Sakurada. Right. You know, yeah, you knew sure. Sakurada. Um, for some reason, he took a liking to me. You know, he was a kind of a quiet guy. Didn't say sure, much. You right. know, that kind of thing. You didn't know whether he liked you or not. You right, know, right. and uh, one night I was standing there. What I was just kind of watching the match. You know, in, in the back, and he said, uh, "You have passport." <laughs> no, I went, oh shit! Just like that. Yeah, yeah. And he said, "He said you come to Japan." That was that. And you know, I, I thought I was going over there for like one shot. You know, it, it was a big deal. They had had this big special thing going on in, in, in Yokohama, a two night thing. And so I went over there, and and uh, uh, <laughs> the first match they put me in was two Japanese guys that couldn't speak English. Of course. And it was a submission deal, and I'm like. My God, what am I going to do? <laughs> Did they smarten you up on the finish? No. <laughs> that match went three No, 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 well, no. I didn't because of the guy, one of the guy that actually won the match had a broken jaw. It was hanging down like oh, like this. And I'm like, I'm not. And it was a little rough in Japan. Yeah, in yeah no, I know. Yeah, I'm not, not. I'm not stopping this match. I don't give a damn, you know. And finally, the other guy, I just started tapping, and I knew that was it, you know. Wow. So that, that was my first match over there. And I thought, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked back in the dressing room, and Bob Orton's laying on the table, and and uh, Jeff Jarrett was on that on that okay, that, right. uh, and Jeff was like scared to death. He said, "Did you see what they're doing?" I said, "I was in the ring, man. I saw it." <laughs> the best yeah, happened. yeah. He said, "Was that real?" And I said, "What do you think?" I mean, the guy's jaw's hanging down a foot, you know. If it wasn't a shoot, it was enough of he a shoot. He did yeah. not want yeah. to go to the ring that night. 
You know? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was, but, who was he facing? Do you uh, it was a tag match. He and Bob were against uh, Tenu and... Uh, oh, so Jeff Yatsu. Jarrett was yeah. like, I don't want to go He's out like, there. Yeah. Tenu, yeah, Tenu and Yatsu. Yeah, <laughs> two, 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 two pretty tough guys. Pretty tough yeah. guys, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, and I was working that match too, by the way, wow. which went a lot better after after Jeff finally figured out they were working with him. You know, it take it takes a it's a little bit of a culture shock. It is, and then, you know, it takes once you get there and you've got some people to take care of you yeah. and kind of show you around. And, oh yeah, I loved it over there. Yeah, I loved it. You know, I spent seven years going back and forth, and right. you know, I, I that night was great. Uh, the next night was even better. Uh, I, I was. I got through with my match. I walked back to the dressing room, and the, and the office manager, who's Toshi Kumara, is a good friend still today. Uh, he came walking in. He says, uh, um, "Mr. Um, uh, Tanaka, I believe was his name, the, the big money guy. Right. He said he wants to see you in the production room." And I was like, "Oh, I wonder what did I do something wrong yeah, what or what? I do? Did I screw up?" What yeah. I, I walk back there, and then he walks up to me and shakes my hand, and there's like yen. Right. Lots of yen. I think it turned out to be like 500 bucks or something like that. Right. And uh, he said, uh, Ikeban referee. I thought, oh, thank Number you. one. Number yeah, one. Yeah, I thought, thank you. you know, Number one referee. That's so awesome. Yeah, so I walked back into the dressing room and Orton's, Orton's laying on the table. He said, I think you got over, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and uh, you know, after that, that night, uh, Kabuki, uh, who was the booker, right. um, the, uh, he said, uh, you come back next month. And then it will just... You know, it was, so you were going back what probably once a month for a few weeks. Yeah, for for years. Yeah, yeah. Once a month for uh, a few weeks. Yeah, I would. Well, I'd, a few weeks. Yeah, I'd be gone six, eight weeks at a time. Sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy, yeah. that's a long tour. Well, man. what they what they started doing with me is I would go over and do a tour, yeah. and and uh, then they would put me in an apartment and I'd work in the training center. That's how I started training guys. Okay. okay. Uh, they, they eventually, Tim Storm always tells everybody I wrote the book over there, but it's, right. it's kind of an exaggeration. What they did is they asked me to write down all the wrestling Can't terms. I knew. James, come on, he's putting yeah, you over. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, I, I'm trying to tell the truth here. <laughs> but they, they wanted me to write down all the terms I could think of, all the holes, all the moves, right. everything, and what they're called. Yeah, and right. and they they put that in a book to help. So the Japanese people would know what. There. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of a lot of the terms in wrestling are just English terms anyway because they don't have right. them in, in Japanese. Right. Right. So they 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 use that to help train the guys, you know. And and what happened was is that they would I'd get in the ring and and they, and they'd say this is this and this is that and then and instead of instead of trying to do sign language, I'd actually show them. Gotcha. You know, and this is and, a hammer lock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and eventually they got to where I was actually really training guys. Right. This is a wrist lock. Yeah, this is right. yeah, yeah. So and and it just went on from there. And and uh, you know, it it just turned into another one of those phases of the business that I could I could. Uh, so eventually, the Japanese with. guys were were actually caught had the ability when somebody said, "Okay, overhand wrist lock." Yeah, they would know what it was. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. always assumed an American wrestler had to learn Japanese no, to go wrestling. No, it's the other way around. So it's the other way yeah. around. That just blew my mind right yeah. there. I've always yeah. I've thought the exact opposite for like. Well, if you years. look at the history of wrestling, especially over there, yeah. uh, you know, Ricky Dozen started it over there. He really came here and learned, and then went back over there. Yeah. And uh, um, so the, all of their influence for for the beginning was from from what they right. saw here. Okay. They took it and t- made their own thing out of it. That yeah. strong style sure. and and and, uh, and what they call King's Row, which is uh, Baba's style, which is more Texas style than anything else. Gotcha. 
but rough uh, house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with Hanson and all sure, those guys. Yeah, yeah. but uh, uh, yeah, it was it, it was it was all English, you know. So they wow. took they took the things that I wrote and they used that to to help teach. And that, that's, that's the first time I've heard that. So really? Yeah. Well, that I don't go around telling everybody. Well, no, but you it's know, what, it, it, it's it's you uh, don't realize how things operate and how things are taken from other countries to that people can they take them and make them their own yeah. And, and, yeah. and now I have more respect for the Japanese wrestlers whereas I had respect for Forford like Kenny Omega yeah. well, Chris well, to, to, be, to be honest in Japan for the most part especially in those days yeah. uh, it was catch as catch can so right. there wasn't a lot of calling anything. So basically, yeah. shoot. It's a it's kind of yeah. Big. It's kind of like you know, if you start to do this and do that, right. you know, it, so it's an act and react. Arm, then you're going to reverse yeah. it this way. Yeah, yeah are, you just knew. Are the crowds in Japan just always that calm? Well, they like, were in those days. <laughs> I think they, I think they've changed some in the last few years, but Every, but they they would respond. Yeah. They would either if if they if they clapped, it was because they saw something they liked, or if they, they did maybe a little bit of a cheer, you get a little excited, it'd be something big. Yeah. If you did something stupid, they'd laugh at you. Yeah, I've always, and, I've always uh, noticed that. Yeah, and, and so, you know, I saw guys over there trying to do, you know, the old Memphis style, you know, with their... <laughs> Anything. That's that yeah. easy style yeah. like and this. Go, like What's this? the matter with these people? They're not laughing at me. Oh, they're laughing at you, all right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 But, but you know, it, it's... Um, you did work a little bit in Memphis, though. Oh yeah, yeah. With, I, I worked uh, Jerry up there. I did. Well, I you know worked with them when they were in Dallas, and I went right. up there, and I was there on TV. I was the matchmaker. Right, your matchmaker. Whatever you, you know, and just that was just a TV job. But, sure. But uh, I was I actually was helping Dutch in the booking. The booking office. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, I enjoyed working with those guys too. It's a different style there. So they're in. Uh, so they're in the sporter tournament in Dallas. What's um, Maybe one match that really sticks out. Oh my gosh, that's really hard to. Tell. I, I mean, I know He's something you mentioned a Chris Germany match. No, right? it's not going to happen. Those were quick matches in the sportatorium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got three available minutes. Yeah, Germany, get out. All right, Germany, get I, out. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know about a match. I, I think um, I remember the first time standing in the ring and I heard Freebird come on. Gotcha. And I, I, I'm not one of those guys that gets too. You don't. Uh, you don't mark out real quick. I don't mark or, out very easily. Right. You know, and and uh, I don't know if you call it marking out, but I was. I felt that the hair. That little my, hair. Yeah. That. Those, yeah, that goose yeah, pimple thing. Yeah. And, and 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 of course, you know, when when that the you know like. Uh, when the Von Erichs. Yeah, when the Von Erichs yeah, come the out. ZZ yeah. Top turns on. Yeah, range yeah, yeah. You hear those guys coming down. Yeah, that, those 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 moments stand out because sure. because they were just like, oh wow. You know, of course, after a while, when you've done it a few times, it's yeah. not that not. But the first time, you know, it's like, man, I can't believe I'm standing here doing this. You know, because I I went to the Sportatorium when I was like seven or eight years old right. the first time, and you know, I saw Bull Curry and Danny. Uh, Hodge, yeah, 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 and and Max Shane and yeah. and uh, all those old guys, you know, and Red Red Bastine who became Red a dear Bastine, friend later yeah, on. Me too, yeah, yeah, awesome. you know, and 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 now I'm standing in the, in that ring, in that ring, yeah, yeah. and that Which hard move from that hard spot. friggin' ring, yes, yeah, you know, how, was, yeah, oh, it was like this floor right here, <laughs> right, yeah. right, yeah. not as quite as nice as the one you're no, you're, no, no. you're working here, exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, man, it's just it's incredible, incredible. Uh, all the time spent in, in that sportatorium ring. Yes, and, it was. And, and to see it Special. happen, and 
So it was right there in the Sportatorium that uh, you met one of your really closest friends in the business, uh, one of the biggest bullies in the business. One of the biggest bullies in the business. Well, you know who I'm talking about. Well, you know, I, I ran into a lot of bullies. <laughs> <laughs> well, we called him Johnny Hawk back then. But uh, I guess it's uh, JBL, right? I hear, yeah, J John's still a really dear friend right yeah. now. I hear from him often. And, uh, uh, yeah, I'm very proud of what he's accomplished. Yeah, I, I was glad to have a little bit to do with it. So how, what made you guys hit it off? I don't, you know, just one of those things. A uh, couple he, Texas boys. Yeah, he showed up at the at the Sportatorium one afternoon, knocked on the door. I was sitting in the in the dressing room with Ack and, and Manny Fernandez. Right. And uh, he just asked for a shot in he the said, middle of the afternoon. Come in and try it. Well, that that night we we had one of those deals where the, we had a main event and, the, and the, whoever was going to be on the uh, the challenger. I think Rod Price was our champion at okay. the time. And global was that global or US? Yeah, it was global. Yeah, yeah. and and. Uh, um, we didn't have a didn't have a main event, and here was this big blonde six foot six guy, you know, standing there, and he said he'd been trained by Brad Rengins, and we thought, well, he can't be the shits, right? If he, you is. know, <laughs> yeah. So if he is, and the deal was, if if it turned out the first five minutes, and if it wasn't very good, then I'd just tell Rod right, to grab take it home, take it home, right. yeah. And uh, and if it was good, we we're going to go through, and we may have somebody we could do something with, right? And and you know. Three or four minutes into the match, I already knew this was. He had something. This guy had something. Well, he's a big old boy. What did he play? Offense, offensive, offensive line, tackle. Yeah, offensive tackle. Yeah, at, yeah. at the University of Texas. Uh, it, it, Abilene Christian. Oh, it's Abilene Christian. Yeah, and then he played with uh, one of the USWA teams in San Antonio oh, right, for a while. Right. Yeah, yeah, and, and um, one of the arena teams. Yeah, right. Was yeah, the arena team. Yeah, yeah, and and well, yeah, that whatever that league was. Right. And uh, and he's you know he, he was willing to learn you know I, I got in the ring with him and, and we trained and we just got to be close you know we traveled together and and uh, he eventually went ended up going to Germany for a while and um, while he was over there in fact I went over there and did an angle while I was while he was there sure and uh, he he was he was getting some notice you know and and I went to the offices in New York and and. They already knew about him. Sure, it wasn't like I did anything really, but uh, I just kind of jogged. They knew about him. I just kind of jogged their memory a little yeah. bit, and I talked to Bruce, well, Bruce Pritchard, you know, was yeah. a good friend, you yeah. know, and he said, "Yeah, we know this guy, you know, and, and uh, we've been well, talking what's about he, him." Six six, so six yeah, five, yeah, like six that. six, about well, close to three hundred pounds. pounds. Yeah, and and uh, and so uh, you know, they started and he stayed there for. God, but well, he's still really yeah, tied still, with him, but, yeah. but 25 years in the ring with him, you know? Yeah. So when he, when they first brought him in, uh, and they were teaming him with Bobby Duncan Jr. Well, that was, that. yeah, he was teaming with Bobby at Global. Right. And uh, Bobby ended up going to WCW. Yeah, so we, uh, when they first had those guys teaming up, we were, me and, uh, um, Ed Robinson were begging to start an angle with those two guys as big as they idiot. were. <laughs> <laughs> now I wrestled Bobby Duncan Jr. in yeah. the now when Gary was running the Sportatorium the last time, he put me in the main event with Bobby Duncan Jr. <laughs> and uh, as, and I was doing uh, I was doing the German gimmick, and thank God I had that uh, metal helmet. No kidding. Because uh, I just I just started swinging you, it and got on top of him and didn't quit swinging it till they ran. Johnny the Johnny Mantell the first time he got in the ring with him they tied up and Johnny powdered. 
And I couldn't get him back in the ring. Yeah. I just kept telling Johnny, you got to get him back in the ring. He said, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And Bart was standing on the apron. He said, I'll just tag him from here. I said, nope, not with me refereeing, you're not. And he, he just, he, he kept on and kept on. And finally, he rolled back in to tag Bart and rolled back out. He said, I'm not getting back in there. That's great. That's great. But, but that's, you know, it's kind of like working with Charlie Haas. You see him walking by there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you got a good group here, yeah. man. I, re I really appreciate uh, all the hospitality you've given us. Anytime, my friend. Anytime, yeah. And uh, thank you for spending some time. And, you know, we'd love to have you on the podcast again. Love to do it. Time. Uh, if you guys have not uh, had a chance to check out uh, James Beard's uh, book, check it out. It's The Third Man, My Life and Times, in Inside the Ring and Out. Can you get it on Amazon? On yeah. Amazon yeah. right now. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to check it out, and hopefully it's on Audible so I can listen to it because I'm too <laughs> stupid to read a book. So, so I, we, we appreciate you, James Beard, everybody. Thank you, Chris. So, all right. Well, Dan, here we go again, man. God, just guest after guest after guest. They, they have really treated us uh, like gold here at uh, SWE, and uh, we're lucky enough to have. If they start giving us money, we got to leave. <laughs> They've been that Dude. good. They are doing us right here, yeah. and uh, we got another interview here with uh, one of my really good friends. I'm really lucky to have this guy part of my life and uh, to have gone up and down the road with him. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Red Dog, Rodney Mack. Rodney. Hello, hello. How what's you doing, brother? On, guys? All right. Great to be here, man. So, man, tell us what's been going on. You're here at uh, SWE making your mark in SWE, right? Yes, I am, man. Trying, uh, yeah, we're trying to put together something special here, man, at SWE. And uh, I'm proud and, uh, you know, ecstatic about being a part of it, you know. It's yeah. it's a good group of people, right? Yes. It's it's it's, it's almost like uh, it's almost like the old days of being on the road again, right? It is, man. It is. When you have all these great minds, you know, from from Teddy to James to to Tom, who's been in it, you know, a long time, and Kevin Sullivan, and all all these great guys, Tim Storm. I mean, the list goes on and on, of uh, just just greatness, man. And I'm I'm just lucky and blessed to be a part of it. So uh, you and I, let's see, I was there when you first got in the business, and tell me if I'm correct. Like, I remember uh, you were, did, did, uh, did you have some training by Rod Price, or who got you in the business? Yes, sir. I was originally um, scouted out and, and picked out uh, by the Junkyard Dog and uh, Skandar Akbar and those guys. Uh, we trained a while, and, uh, you know, Dog had the uh, misfortune of passing away on us, and, uh, I linked up with Rod Price, and uh, Rugged Rod Price is the guy that I credit to giving me my everything in the ring. Rod taught me everything from A to Z. You guys are both Louisiana boys originally, correct? Is uh, that right? Yes, I am, yeah. Right. And uh, I met Rod through a company that he was uh, traveling and wrestling down, down in Louisiana. Down there in Louisiana, in yes. and you guys bumped in, and you guys started training together. Because I remember uh, when uh, I first met you was – uh, the start of NWA Southwest. Yes, sir. And uh, run by Ken Taylor. Ken Taylor, um, a member of the uh, National Wrestling Alliance uh, yes, there in the 90s. And uh, I believe the first show that you and I met on was probably the one there. What was that Mexican club that the we The Palenque. Palenque, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Is, is that right? That's, that's right. right. Yes, sir. That's right. And then uh, met you, and uh, Rod introduced me to you. And uh, Man, I knew they had something special with you, bro. Man, I appreciate that uh, so much coming from you, man, and, and just being real, Chris. You and I go way back, like you're saying now, man, and uh, 
I once again talk about being blessed. I was so blessed coming into that company because it was, uh, man, I want to say the last of the the last of the dying breed. It really was. You know, there were guys like you guys, Kit Carson, uh, yourself, uh, uh, Iceman, Action Jackson, Brian Adidas. I mean, Scott Cohn. God, the list goes on That's and right. on. Yeah, and, uh, the the, uh, the awesome Tim Brooks. Yeah, Tim Brooks. The Kong, awesome Kong, and uh, yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, Scott Putsky. I mean, we can go on and on. Yeah, we yeah. did have we had a special thing there, man. We did. So the the first night in that Palenka, uh, you guys, you and uh, you and Rod were squared off in the in the ring, and I was excited about maybe getting an angle started, and I scooted in in that ring to go after Rod, and I swear to God, he says it was a chair, but I think it was a Mack truck he hit me with, and I went down, my lights turned off, you remember? Yes, my lights turned off, and I went down, and I went, ah. And, oh, oh man. Yes, sir. And I started calling him Hardway Rod Hardway Price. Rod. Yes, right. Hardway Rod yes. Price. California stud. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, we've been in some battles together, brother. Yes, we have. Yeah, it's been great, man. It's uh, it's really cool. You got a question? No, oh, Chris, I'm just noticing you have fought everyone in here. This is like <laughs> yeah. the eighth person, really. <laughs> no, I did. No, I, I did. I never fought Teddy Long. I never. I never fought Kevin Sullivan. So. Okay, that's true. But that's pretty that's much. Or that. or Miranda Gordy. I hope. Yeah, that's I know, no. Yeah. <laughs> hope you've never fought her. Right. If so, we're having a but. Yeah, man, we've uh, we've been all over, man. I mean, yeah, and uh, I also, Chris, I always, man, I never had the chance, but I wanted to give you the uh, special thanks because you were the guy that I remember one of my first uh, WWE tryouts at, uh, and you and you and I were both picked from the NWA to go and represent or whatnot to use as extras, and uh, of course, I was green as a as a dollar bill, and I uh, was all you know jittery and nervous and whatnot, and. Uh, Chris and I were, were up pretty much in Gorilla, and uh, man, we didn't we didn't talk about nothing. He just said, uh, "Just relax, kid." I said something I don't quite remember what it was. He said, "I don't worry about it. Just go out there and get your job." And sure enough, I knew they were looking at you, brother. Mm. Everybody knew they were looking at you, well, man. You just like you had a little something extra that some of the boys didn't have, and and uh, when. Uh, uh, the 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 night before, yeah yeah okay. Were we in Austin? We were in Dallas. I think we were, may have been Austin. Yeah, yeah, I think we were in Austin, yeah. and uh, we knew they were taking a look at you. Man, I was just excited to be part of it and come up with the finish, and and uh, I think it was Tony Gurria who was sure agent was. agent our match, and and he had some ideas, and you know I was able to get a little bit of heat on you and show what you could do for selling, and then. And then, uh, sure enough, I mean, wasn't too much longer than yes, that. Sir. You were working for him yes, full sir. time, man. And I want to thank you again from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate man, it. Man, I love you. I'm just, I'm just glad to be yes, part sir. of it, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, you also told me a story at Oak Island's Brewery about something about Stone Cold Steve Austin coming into the locker room. You're uh, new. Chris has been there a little. You gonna bit. tell that story? Yeah, well, and, and Stone I don't Cold think has tell it. he has to go to the bathroom really bad. <laughs> You start laughing, Chris oh, covers Chris, your mouth. Like, hey. Oh, oh well, well. <laughs> I know that, uh, like, I'd been in the locker room a couple times before. Yeah. And uh, this was kind of our first shot on the road together. And, and uh, it was funny. 
and all the boys, but all the boys, well, you notice when, when Steve walked in the, in the locker room, everybody, everybody stopped talking. Quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody stopped talking to the top guy, you know, nobody yeah, wants to piss off. And that's a top off. guy thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's lonely at the top. So it is lonely at the top. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, I think, uh, Steve was probably having a bad day. <laughs> no one's Maybe got some, but we were, we were in Texas. He might've got a hold of some, uh, bad enchiladas, right. the enchiladas. <laughs> mud, but, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, everybody thought it was funny and everybody was covering mm-hmm. their mouth. Rodney started laughing. I put my hand over his mouth. I go, Shh, that's a top guy, brother. You want to work here, don't you? I love how no one's trying to point Stone Cold towards the toilet. Everybody's just like, be quiet. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's lonely at the top, man. It's lonely. But that was a good run, man. You had a good run there. You uh, teamed with uh, Mark Henry quite a bit. Yes, sir. Yeah, Mark uh, and, uh, and Teddy was your uh, manager. Was yeah. your manager for yeah. a long time, and, and also uh, Nowinski. That's yeah, right. Chris Nowinski, yeah. 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 And he discovered uh, uh, he basically discovered CTE in professional yes, sports. So he's done amazing things in the and, professional and level. That's crazy because that all kind of happened while we were working together. You right. had an incident that that happened. And I remember we were going to work the Dudleys that day, and I walked in the hall, and I saw him leaning against the wall, and he was real, you know, he was, we always ribbed him and, you know, joked about him being a white boy. Right, But right, God, right. yeah, he was leaning against the wall, you know, and he, he was really discolored well. very, very bad. Mm. Yeah, and I, I went and said something about it. The whole, and we, it's crazy, because previously we were talking concussions and whatnot, and, and about football in our old days. Sure. And sure, not, maybe a couple of weeks after that, it, it happened to him. Do you and remember what match it was? No, we can I, go back I don't. No, yeah. No. Well, I mean, but it's a so, shame because he was such so, a good heel. So you're, uh, so you think maybe he, the, the the sickness that he was feeling, like he was suffering from some sort of a concussion. Oh yes, at the yeah. time, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, so he headed off to the hospital, and and I guess uh, after researching that, he just kind of became an advocate for. Right. Uh, I mean, what do they call it, Dan? Uh, CTE. CTE. Concussive, yeah. uh, concussion. Uh, See, I can't remember nothing either, yeah, right. bro. I got it. I'm telling you, yeah. man. I worry about it all the time. This is man. why yeah, I'm man. here, basically. That's, that's, that's why Dan's here. Because yeah. I can't run this myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. man. yeah man. So uh, so we got your background. So tell us uh, tell us a little. Obviously, uh, you know, you and you and your wife, Jazz, I mean, you guys were on the road together quite a bit. And Jazz, was, I mean, Jazz had an incredible career there in the WWF. And and what was it like to travel on the road together like that? Oh, uh, man, it was, you know, once again, people talk about a dream come true, but that was like two dreams come true for me and working my dream job. Of, you know, And having your wife. And having a wife along with you sure. on the roads, you know, doing the same things. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's awesome. I mean, you know, we we shared everything. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that that's a blessing in, in, in itself. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, we 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 heard through the grapevine that Jazz is coming out of retirement. Well, yeah, isn't she in Impact Wrestling right now? Yes, uh, you know how it goes. I mean, right <laughs> after she retired, then she of course fall. somebody wants you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way it works, right? <laughs> somebody wants to get a hold yeah. of. Her. Well, cool. So, what are your goals here at SWA, man? Oh, man, it's just, um, man, to help this company the best I can to reach as far as it possibly could go, you know, and uh, just to continue to give back, you know, to perform to the best of my ability, man, and, and finish writing out my history. 
because you know I, I'm, I'm not done. I'm, I'm, I feel as hungry as I was and feel as good, thank God, physically as I was, man, 15 years ago. You're in great so, shape, by the well, way. Well, I appreciate it. Like, it, it's amazing how just, like, fit you are. You, you haven't aged a day since well, I've seen you. I don't know about that. No, I'm, 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 I'm not kissing ass here. I'm, yeah. I'm serious. Like, when I first saw you for the first time in a long time over at Oak Highlands Brewery, I was just totally amazed at how much you're in shape. And you look like you could go for, like, another 15 years if well, you wanted to. Well, I appreciate it, man, and I'm going to try. I'm yeah. going to push the clock, you know? so, so I see you working out online. What, what kind of things are you doing? Because obviously you've changed your workout, uh, yes. your program, working out as, 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 you know, you've gotten older. I think you and I are probably around the same age. Yes, sir. But, I, I just turned 50 this year. Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I'm 52. And so, uh, you know, you just like you, you have to change what you Maybe this would help me. Because you're telling yourself this. No, this but that's the honest, the honest God truth. Because I'd like to hear exactly what you've done. I know you've uh, become more of an, a, a functional. Uh, uh, you know, you're focusing on function and working out. Not we're not throwing up those. Hey, you're not throwing up those heavy weights like you used to. You're doing no, more of a functional. Uh, right, and uh, now I've I've changed my program altogether. I, I have a personal trainer now for the first time in my life. I never really did. I've always trained myself. Uh-huh. You know, jazz and I back and forth, sure. but I just felt I needed that that change. You know, in order to make a change, you have to make a change. Right. So, so I went and found myself someone that I thought fit the mold, and she does perfectly. Uh, she was a power uh, lifter and competitor, uh-huh. strong woman competitor, and of course, you know all the lifts and stuff they do. I mean, of course, it's for strength, but also. Um, you work in other stability muscles, you know, indirectly. Right. So, and, and I felt that's helped me also to grow. My body started to grow a lot more, yeah. you know, doing different things. And uh, yeah, it's helped me tremendously. Have you changed your diet at all? Yes, I, yes, I have. And matter of fact, I eat more than I have. Really? Eating, right. Because uh, I guess the, the, the workout is a lot more uh, taxing on, on the body. Right, you know? right. So you recommend I get... I get a personal trainer. That's it. <laughs> I've been telling you that. <laughs> and I changed my diet. Yes, sir. I've been uh, telling you both I, of those I, things now for two years. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> uh, that's, Why that's do you got to hear it from him? I've been telling you. I don't you. know, man. I, I, I like drinking that beer, yeah, man. <laughs> that's hard. Yeah. yeah, man. Just tell him beer can be a part of the diet. It is. It. Yeah, there it you is. go. It's always, yeah. There it you is. go. Well, good, man. Is there anything else you want to touch on? What, what, what have we not hit today, man? Oh, man. Not much, man. I'm just I'm just. You guys happy, have moved man. to Texas, right? Yes, you guys, sir. We're in how San long have you been in San Antonio? Uh, two years now. Right? Yeah, two how's it working years. out for uh, you? Loving it, man. It gives you, does it give you access to more, uh, more of a uh, choice in, uh, you know, where you can wrestle? It's more centrally located? Is it? Right, right. It is. It's a lot more wrestling, you know, of course, in the state of Texas. Uh, Louisiana, it, it just wasn't uh, that much going, and then and what was going was pretty stagnant, you right. know. So we were just wanting to change, and uh, it worked out great for us. That's awesome, man. Rodney, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Thanks for doing it. I love you, brother. Love you too, man. Thanks and, uh, for everything, Glad guys. to be part of uh, SWE, and uh, I'm glad to see you here working so hard, man. You got it, yeah, man. man. Thank you so much, Much Rodney. love to both you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Rodney. Dan, has it been a good day? It's been a great day. We hope you guys enjoyed those three interviews of our part two of the SWE Fury Christmas Chaos Special, which is just what we've decided to call it. That's it. Big, big thanks to Action Jackson, James Beard, and Rodney Mack for sitting down with us. 
Uh, just all the interviews we've done today. Well, I hope that uh, every, all, our, all of our listeners have enjoyed this as much as I have. Yeah, the, this has been a wonderful day. And the wrestling show, I don't know if they can hear it, but the wrestling show is actually going on right now. Um, we're in... Yeah, if, you uh, hear, uh, if you hear cheers uh, and booze and... Yeah, bumps being taken. It's not our listeners looking at Chris and I and no. cheering for Chris and booing me. Which, by the way, I found out. I found out. No, Kayfaben. Kayfaben. <laughs> I'm really mad at Bastard. you, though, Chris. I'm really mad at you about that. Uh, I think the best part of the okay, day. Okay, tell everybody. I've been <laughs> so all I've these. Been putting, I've been putting. I've been putting negative responses on other people's phones mm-hmm. because of they. <laughs> Chris is the one leaving the the negative ratings. Dan sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been telling family well, members. Well, it's I've, on, I've I'm opened honest. up. I'm just. I'm like. I'm just. Uh, I'm just expelling everybody's opinion on the podcast. I man. have opened up to friends and family, saying them like, that "You're the heel of the Counting Lots no, podcast." No, no, right? not even in, in the like. I can't believe people don't like me. <laughs> Chris says it's cool, but I kind of feel bad because I don't like it when people don't like me. Welcome to the wrestling business, Dan. Well, it's all about the rib, brother. Well, you know, I'm glad the people we interviewed today like me. So if anyone out there doesn't like me, Everybody's guess what? Everybody's really had a good time today. I think. Guess what? If you don't like me and you're listening to this, Kevin Sullivan likes me. <laughs> Ronnie Mack likes me. Uh, uh, Teddy Long seemed fine. <laughs> Action Jackson doesn't like anybody. Action, oh no, I think Action Jackson liked me. He thought it was funny, I think. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's what I'm just going to tell myself for my self-esteem. And great set of interviews. Let's see. Let's go over everybody we got gotten today. We got, uh, so we got Teddy Long. We got uh, Kevin, Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got, uh, we got uh, Action, Action Jackson, Jackson. James Beard. James Beard. What, what, no, what knowledge, man. I, I found out something I did not know about Japan. I always assumed... That American wrestlers learned Japanese before they went over there. That's what I figured. That's what they had to do to yeah, go work Japanese over there. The Japanese that they learn is just to get through their day to day things that they. But uh, I thought it was just for calling a match. No, no, it's the Japanese wrestlers that learn English. Right. And now my whole perspective of what they do over Japan has so much more. Like well, I have so much it's, more respect. It's changed so much. You know, uh, I think that what James was trying to kind of let us know is that you know the whole idea of pro wrestling came from what we were doing here in america yeah and the japanese saw what we were doing and you know it's just it's incredible to see you know what you don't know about the professional wrestling business Mm -hmm. and to hear somebody who was involved in uh you know basically helping the japanese wrestlers become better workers for uh, you know the Americans, and, and you know exactly what holds were called and how yeah. to do them, and uh, what. Uh, With the overall goal being to put on a good show, right? And and just to have that much effort and that much um, work ethic, right? To to teach, you know, people that don't people that don't know English, you got to teach them these moves, you got to teach them these holds. And you don't have to. I mean, really, anybody could have just said, "Now nah, we'll just make our money in America. So that they can communicate yeah. with the American wrestlers. That's yeah. just, that's amazing to me. That's why I learned that today. And I was just like, there's a lot of things I learned today. Learned how much respect and love Rodney Mack has for you. Well, I, I, I appreciate all the boys that we had on the podcast yeah. and uh, the grace that they 
you know, showed to me from mm-hmm. my years in the wrestling business. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of up and coming, uh, wrestlers here in this, in the SWE and what, what the SWE Fury is, is, is doing for wrestling nowadays. Yeah. I mean, listen, we hadn't planned on really, you know, turning this into, you know, you know, basically promoting SWE, but to see how they are uh, doing, it's hard not to promote them. Yeah, it really is. I'm really impressed it's, with the organization here, with the, with the promotion, the production setup. How the production is yeah. incredible, and they are sparing no expense. And then who's like, and then the people involved in SWE? Right. You got Teddy Long, you got Kevin Sullivan, James Beard. Uh, Tom Lance, you got all these these great wrestling minds and promoters yeah, working we together. Forget, we can't forget uh, former NWA heavyweight champion Tim Storm. Tim Storm, who is currently the SWE champion, defending and, it tonight against uh, Lance and, Archer. And listen, from we want to spend a lot of time with Tim, and I've asked him in the future to come into the actual studio. Oh yeah, and, and spend some time with us and do a full interview. I mean, honestly, we probably could have spent hours with each individual person that we interviewed. Could have spent hours with Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan was just... I think he really really enjoyed it. And it's great because, guess what? We're going to take this podcast on the road again Mm -hmm. and probably be able to have... You know these top stars and stars of the past, and uh, that stars are, of the future yes, too, and stars of the future that are you know that enjoy what we're doing here at the Counting Lights podcast, and we'll just we we'll just keep building this relationship, keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know what we haven't done? We haven't talked about comedy all day today. I feel great about that, man. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Why don't you promote the show we got coming up in January 24th? January 24th, uh, we got the Fresh Face Showcase. Myself, Chris Germany, Miles Francis are going to be part of a showcase at Hyenas Dallas. Uh, other great comics are on it, like Lawrence Rosales, Mikey B, uh, George Red Speaks, uh, oh, uh, Kelly Sellers. Who else is on that show? Um, um, oh God, the names escape me. Uh, if you uh, there's if like twelve you, comics on the show together. Go to the website. Fifteen. Yeah, go to the website. There's a pre Kindle. You can find the pre Kindle link on uh, on my Facebook or Chris Germany's Facebook. Uh, you can go to hyenascomedynightclub.com, uh, click the Dallas link, and find it under January twenty fourth, and order some tickets. We're going to be performing some. New material. If you're you're a fan of the podcast or you're yeah. a wrestling fan, hey, come out to, and enjoy uh, Dan's comedy and then no, comedy. come enjoy Chris's comedy. You can you can leave during my set. You can leave. You can heckle. Sure, Dan. Dan, it's, I I don't. You're so bitter. After, no, after today, I don't even care what happens on stage is, anymore. I, I'm, I, t- I tell you what, Dan is on cloud nine. I am. He is. He has had. F- Basically, full run of the backstage here mm-hmm. at, at SWE. And Me and a couple of the wrestlers are like buddies now. He's it's, re- we're going out, he's really enjoying this. So. We're going out to we're going out to, for drinks after this. I'm breaking my sobriety. It's going to be great. <laughs> so you Dan haters in the group, just uh, yeah. uh, come on out and uh, see us come on the boom 20, me. yeah on the 24th of January 24th, and come see us. Uh, uh, basically, hopefully, make people laugh. I mean, we're going to make people laugh. It's a it's a solid lineup um, on the twenty fourth. We have a very very solid lineup. 
Some of us uh, uh, currently on the roster at Hyenas. We do this all the time. And then, Some of us hoping to be on the, on the roster in the and, future. Yeah, right? so Lawrence, Mikey, and I were asked to choose comics who we thought should be given a shot, right? And I chose you, and I chose Miles, and uh, Lawrence. I'm going to get Lawrence and Mikey's people mixed up. But yeah, we just kind of took it upon ourselves to pick out who we think is up and coming and deserves weekend spots and yeah I chose you Chris thank you I chose I you because I've, I've seen you I've seen you try comedy it's <laughs> asshole no Chris is uh, Chris uh, Chris has really grown uh, over the last two years and I'd say I'd say where we're at right now has given you that advantage of wrestling and we talk about it all the time the parallels of comedy and wrestling sure. but this is why you and have we've advantage. seen it today these guys talking about road stories oh and, yeah there's so many parallels yeah so uh, there were things happening today where I was like I've done that before like uh, I, I ran a couple festivals back in my day I had to sit everybody down and yell at them you know <laughs> about throwing away Dan trash got to, Dan got to see a meeting of all the production guys and the uh, and the boys that are run the Booker and the the guys that are calling finishes here in the back mm-hmm. and, and they just kind of basically laid down the law and I've never seen Dan so quiet. In my I was life. I felt awkward. I didn't feel like I should be in the room. Like I'm not on the card. You shouldn't, but you're with me and like, that's okay. Only three people know my name in the room. It was terribly awkward. So yeah, guys, if you have a promotion, if you have an event coming up, and you want us to come and do a live podcast to interview people send us an email at counting lights podcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter at counting underscore lights and live from swe fury christmas chaos this has been counting lights podcast he's chris germany and that's dan danzy and this is counting lights podcast where comedy and wrestling lock up